in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is the second part with uh, Salome, and she was sharing with us last uh, week how she grew up in South Africa, facing uh, lots of challenges there, but uh, moving to Australia, she finds a new faith, and she's going to share with us her walk with Jesus. And tell me a little how that was um, growing into your life and new family. You are a, a mother looking after children. And yeah, tell me a little bit. Uh, was that easy? Was that hard to come to Australia? It was. Um, I've never looked back. Never, never regretted coming. It's been um, really a good opportunity, and there's been lots of um, wonderful. Experience, experiences and opportunities and um, we we moved to Tasmania first, we mm-hmm. stayed in Hobart um, that was actually really a, a difficult time in my life because after a while being there mm. um, there was quite serious issues in our marriage and I've been separated since then mm. but um, even in that um God worked things out for good mm. um, because I've, I've learned a lot of things about him and about myself and about life through that, even though it's, um, it's not... It's heartbreaking, you it's know. It's not something you would choose. No, yeah. no, sure. So it was difficult because um, at that stage I was far from family, new in, in the country. I, I wasn't working yet mm. and I had three little children under almost all three under five so it was hard but I felt really that God was um, such a, a strength for me that um, it's yeah it's it's um, I could handle everything that came just because I could turn to God and he just gave me enough. You know, I think, like he says in the Bible, he doesn't give you more than you can handle. And he promised you that he will look after you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right. Now, of course, this is very difficult, a very difficult time. But sometime we find ourselves and our relationship with God stronger when we go uh, through hardship. Not that God allows us necessarily because he likes us to suffer. But uh, he l- wants us to be um, matured, to be um, how that says in the Bible to to be m- tested. Tested, <laughs> yes. You see, yeah. uh, what happened? You you moved from Tasmania to Adelaide, or after yeah. that, yes. And but in meantime, uh, you shared with uh, with me that uh, you came across to some um, very good programs uh, with Walter White, Professor Walter White. Yeah. Even back in South Africa, that was the first time that um, somebody in our Bible study group there in the church I attended uh, brought the videos along, and um, we really enjoyed watching them. And it's fascinating, and it's so much to take in, so much new information, so much interesting things, so much drastical, drastic things as well. Mm. Um, it really took me long to start to really understand um, a lot of it. 
but I did, after seeing it the first time, I did pray about the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my first um, actual experience with the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Before that, I didn't really even know they existed. All right. So, <laughs> and the um, first time as well. So I was about, sure, I was 30 eight I think at that stage when um first time in my life I heard about Sabbath keeping. Mm-hmm. And you, did you uh, try to find a place or did did you pray to God to reveal to you more about this uh, new understanding? Yeah, I I think when I watched the DVDs I was so um very interested in all the information about um, what's happening in the in, in the world, as well um, the sometimes hidden agendas. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think my most of my attention really was on absorbing some of those things. And the Sabbath, I I initially didn't take it all that um, serious. I I thought because I go to church on Sunday. Um, you know that's that's enough. I did ask whether God would want me to go on a mm. Saturday, but I never came to a. I never um, had a clear answer. I felt and um, never felt very co- strong, con- strongly convicted. Mm. Or, but from t- from time to time since that uh, since then, there were times that I was sort of thinking about it and praying about it. And at this stage, you're going to a church, you're going to a, um, I think you shared with me that uh, charismatic kind of church, and there was a bit of pressure on you there to learn more about the Holy Spirit, uh, speaking in tongues and so on. Can you share a little bit with me just what was your experience in regard to this? Uh yeah, um, I basically started to, especially since coming to Australia, I, I really prayed about where to go to church and um in in the searching the and attending different churches churches i ended up going to to churches that were really into um outpouring of the holy spirit um so that would be more pentecostal mm-hmm. type churches where um the focus was very much on finding revival for the church and for the world and mm. um having supernatural experiences with God and I for a time I thought that's that's the way to go and I I actually from Tasmania where I started with such a type of church this side in Adelaide it became just more um, the church had a very big search and focus on those things and um I read books, lots of books. Um, the one, for instance, is, was called The Supernatural. Um, it's written by um, several of the leaders in, in that movement, mm-hmm. um, sharing about things that happened. People who were um, raised from the dead, mm-hmm. um, who were, received sight and hearing, and um, lots of miracles and things that happened. Um, revivals breaking out, people um, finding gold in the, gold in their Bibles, and all types of strange phenomena. Mm. And um, 
I, I thought there's power in those things, and I, I, uh, yeah, I, I prayed. I, I remember when reading that that book, I prayed and I asked God, "Is this true?" Because I, I'm searching with all my heart. I want to be close to God and and following what He wants me to follow. And um, I attended that for a f- quite some time, and eventually I came to a point where I started to realize that something doesn't feel right to me. Mm. Um, and I was in the church, became aware of speaking in tongues, and people were speaking in tongues, and I wondered what was happening, and I prayed for it because people were saying that's the way to get closer to God um, and how the spirit really works in you I found it confusing because I studied it out in the Bible and um, there was actually a scripture that I one scripture that I looked at and I thought it seems to me there might be something like that um, I kept praying um, I would go when people go to the front and hands were laid on them mm. you know I, I, I'll that do things like that like I, like other people were doing and try to understand what's going on but it never it never happened to me I never spoke in a tongue I, I just <laughs> personally I just said to God if if that's something that I need to do please let it be like it was in the book of Acts because those people didn't, you know, just start to say different words. God brought it on them. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if the people in the church were saying to me, just start and say different sounds, I don't know how then would I um, distinguish whether is that from God mm-hmm. or is that just me making different sounds? Mm-hmm. Um, so I never went that way of just doing the sounds. And nothing else happened to me. Nothing came over me and caused me to speak in um, different languages. So um, the other thing that was um, used in the church is where the people, when you laid hands on, would fall back, saying that they were slain in the spirit. Um, I actually tried that at that stage with a sincerity, thinking that, you know, this... There's something in there, um, something I need to to get and need, need to understand. But I didn't want to just um, fall down by myself, <laughs> thinking right. that's what you need to do. Um, so I, ne- it never happened to me. Um, I'm yeah, yeah. Actually, you asked God if that's the what God wants from you to happen to you but I you didn't did. push it uh, from your side i mean to to happen you just yeah. uh, ask god god if you want that please just yeah do it to me or yeah i sincerely prayed that if that's something that i need to have and that i need to um, experience and get to get closer to god in that way that it will happen uh, because people would lie on the floor, you know, saying that they experienced wonderful visions and they were laughing uncontrollably, saying that was a wonderful experience. And um, it, it looked, to me, it looked strange. Mm. Um, but I, I sincerely was looking for whatever I could get to, to get closer to God. 
and yeah, it never happened to me. But what I didn't like is that um, s- when people went around, especially if it was speakers from, um, like for instance, some of them were one of uh, th- those leaders that I mentioned that wrote the book. They um, would come around, lay their hands on people, and I didn't like the fact that they pushed me when mm. you know, like mm. expect. I felt. Are they expecting me to fall over when they push me? So mm, it, mm. that didn't make, you know, something wasn't right for me in that. But um, eventually, um, just the, some really strange experiences of people making funny sounds mm. in, um, while the service is on or running around in church or uh, there was just things that I started to feel now. Um, and again, you you were searching the Bible to see what God wants from all you all the time. All the time. That's yeah. wonderful because uh, that's where we are safe. You see, yeah. uh, we may be drifted away from uh, what God w- wants from us. Just being involved with some, uh, how to say, popular uh, movements or views or uh, uh, whatever happens, you know, either in the church or in the society. And that's why it's so important to know God and to know God through his word. That's true. And it's quite, it's quite um, scary if you, if for me, when I, when I started to realize, but I've been sincerely searching for God and even everybody else there is sincerely seeking for God and you know in the sermon we would use of course use the Bible and mm. there'd be really encouraging sermons and but it's it's so um just very confusing some things, you know. Something can look so like the right thing easily, you know, and um might not be the real thing. So we just really need to, like you said, hold on to the Bible and um, and you know God, the is, yeah, God is um, is so patient with us, long suffering, yeah. and uh, He wants to bring us step by step um, from where we are to the fullness of His uh, glory. Yeah. You know, an understanding of the Bible. And that's so true. And another verse which you shared with me in uh, John four twenty four, which um, you said that for you was very, very powerful because uh, you pray to God, you know, to guide you and to, to lead you in, a, in the spirit and truth.
is in the footsteps of Jesus with Salome. And further you you now uh, start to meet uh, some other people. How did you come to to know the Seventh-day Adventist Church? Well, I think basically God led me there <laughs> because um, I s- started to feel uncomfortable with what some things that was happening in the church and for instance, one other thing I could think of is a, a lady in the church who was saying that she started to levitate when she spent time with God, you know, mm. things like that. I thought, but that sounds really strange to me, and I don't know if that's right. I don't think that's right. And um, I, I had um, the Christian channels, satellite channels, mm-hmm. a, a friend I recommended that to me, saying that she got a lot out of God TV and um, those things, um, learning about worldwide revivals mm. going on. And um, when I started watching those things, it made me even more wary <laughs> um, when I saw some of the things that were going on and what was said. Um, and I found myself repeatedly when I watch it, watched just wanting to watch the Seventh-day Adventist channel, channels, mm. finding things that really m- made so much sense mm. and um, was rooted in, in the Bible very clearly and f- lots of teachings about life in general that was just upbuilding and uplifting. So um, when I when I and started to see that that's what I what I found the best to watch and that watching some of the other channels really made me very wary. I I realized but then I probably needed to, to go to the Seventh-day Adventist Church then. Mm. And um, 
one day I just prayed and I said, um, Father, you know, help me because I'm not sh- exactly sure what is it that that you want me to do. Where is it that you want me to go to church? And um, after I prayed, when I was reading Bible, I immediately read in um, Matthew where Jesus say, say, uh, says that um, we shouldn't follow him by the traditions of people, um, that it's useless to follow him by those traditions. And I, I realized when I s- saw that, that he is saying to me about the um, s- keeping the Sabbath. Mm. Because um, at that stage, I've heard al- enough information to understand when the Sunday, why this Sunday started to be the day of worship, and I realized that it was changed by people, so it's a tradition from mm. people. No, that's that's very good. And then you find the church in Adelaide. You uh, this time you were in Adelaide, and yeah, that's uh, right. did you did somebody directed you to the church, or you just search yourself to find the church, or how that happened? I I was at the school for um, doing relief teaching at the school for about three or four days mm-hmm. I didn't get to to know much people because I was in the class with children um, so I had an idea that there's a, a church next to the school okay. um, but I actually first went to another one I thought I'll I'll go to two different ones and just see what's going on and um, I felt very strange initially going to church on a Saturday <laughs> and I wasn't sure what to expect I was thinking it might be very a very different type of people. Strange people and strange. And how was that? Um, it was just normal people. Yeah. <laughs> it was very good to see. It's nothing um, unusual and, you know, difficult. Um, pretty soon me and my kids, uh, well, we attended one church and the next Sunday another and we just stayed at the second one and uh, for the first year when when I attended, I was just trying to figure out what's going on. Is there anything going on that I need to sort of find out and be wary of? Mm. So I, I was actually, even though I, I I realized God's answer was to me is keep the Sabbath, I wasn't sure what exactly is going on in the church, and I was quite skeptical mm-hmm. initially. I I, for instance, Googled everything about the Seventh-day Adventist Church, and you can find quite scary information there. Sure, everyone <laughs> can put whatever they like there. Yeah. Um, but then slowly I started to get to know the hearts of the people there and see what the message was that was given and how um, the Bible was studied. And um, s- somebody from the church also started coming to my house and sharing with me um, mm. about the principles of the church and mm. answered any questions I had. And, um, so and, and did you find like uh, the Bible and the, the beliefs of the church, they were uh, going, uh, you know, well, you know, along uh, and uh, you didn't find anything like to be suspicious and uh, which was good because you, you were a very thoroughly, um, you know, uh, you like to to search the Bible, yeah, and that's important. And I yeah. will encourage each one of us, you know, everyone who's listening out there, to really, uh, really 
study the Bible and find it for themselves, you know, the truth God wants them to to have. I am um, actually love the way the Bible is studied um, on the Sabbath, going to the class and um, sharing the Bible in detail. And mm. um, it's it's just so wonder it was so wonderful me, for me to f- to find mm. you know even if even if the people had been strange i would have still gone there for <laughs> <laughs> just the wonderful truths that i was learning and wonderful. it's it's been a really good experience and my my children have been through through that with me um i for them they were settled in the church that we were going to and it was all of a sudden i said to them let's go on a sad- saturday now and we we're going to a church that we don't know, and I'm not sure if it's the right thing to do. And I explained to them, I th- we'll give it give it a try and see what's going on. So, but for them, it's also been really, um, just a really, really good um, place to be. Mm. And I've I've seen uh, Miguel. Uh, few times there uh, the church is doing the prayer and some other things and also uh, Kylie who she was um, uh, doing a play there just the other day at the church yeah wonderful look it's so good to see you that you find your place that you find your uh, direction and uh, everything else aside of this you know is just secondary you know i mean and we are still having a uh, lots of uh, issues in our life you know hardship uh, challenges but to find god and to be assured you know that this is the way to go that's wonderful what yeah. would you say to the people out there who are listening to our program how you'll encourage them to uh, to find god like you experience yourself yeah yeah i just want to testify that there is nothing better in this life than to um, understand more about God and his love for us. Um, there's no, no person or no possession or nothing in the life that can be so wonderful as the things that's from God. And, and I think that's why he says to us, you know, don't go on the things that that's of this earth. We need to put our minds on the things of heaven because that's where true truth comes from. That's where joy comes from and love and everything that is really meaningful in life and to anybody just um, still seeking and I'm of course I'm still seeking as well I continue seeking to know God more until I die but somebody who feels they don't have a relationship with God yet or that they want to know more about how to be connected to God in truth and in the way he wants to, I would just say to first of all pray mm. because he's the one that through spirit leads us in in his truth, and the Bible just be reading and um, uh, meditating. And search for yourself, yes. Don't yeah. rely on just what you've been told. or Because in your case, uh, I mean, you, you grow up in a wonderful family yeah. with a lots of, you know, Bible, as, as they understood it, you know, but it was not good enough for you. You know, you, you are challenged to, to search the Bible and to find the way, you know, for yourself. And yeah. that's, that's what will encourage each one of uh, our listeners to, to do that. 
Guys, thank you very much to that we could have you here for this uh, sharing time, and I hope that uh, many people out there they could uh, um, find themselves, you know, in a similar uh, situation. And I think it was very encouraging uh, to share this wonderful story. And I hope that you'll um, experience every day that uh, uh, assurance. That God is with you, regardless uh, what happens in uh, in our life. Yeah, thank you. And I wish you all the best, and your children, and uh, yeah, to be involved. I'm looking forward for another play when um, um, Kylie will uh, will teach some of the students there, <laughs> and I'm looking forward for um, uh, Miguel also. You have very good, uh, talented chil- children, and Cara is the the cutest one. And I uh, <laughs> haven't heard her much yet, probably, but uh, is is to come. You know, <laughs> we're looking forward. Thank you very much. God bless you, and have a wonderful walk with Jesus. Thank you. Mita.